Hey you guys, I'm so excited about um, this podcast, especially because it's gonna be something completely different. And on today's episode of Single and Getting Serious About the Mingle, I will be introducing you to women of all different ages, generations, or stages of life to talk about what the dating life is currently like, um, including struggles, the spontaneity of it, actual dates, or you know if they're choosing not to date and why. And the point of this podcast is to kind of have a better understanding of what the crazy dating life is like. Um, And I think it's really important because, you know, I feel like there's rules and all these different things now. Um, And so we're going to dive into, uh, dive a little deeper into all of that. And I will be now introducing you to these women. Okay, so I'm gonna start off with Alyssa here and she's gonna give you a little bit more information um, about who she is. I'm Alyssa, I go to Sam Houston State University. I'm 20 years old and I've been single for about two, two and a half years. Okay. Uh, I'm Ashley, I am 31 as of uh, five days ago. And um, I live in Houston, I work in marketing in the healthcare industry and I have been single, you know, for, you know, uh, some years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> officially, uh, some years, yeah. And I'm Diana. I'm the ripe old age of 53, and I've been single a few years myself. And she is a hot mama, I just want to say. Oh, Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Thanks>. agreed. <laughs> okay, so before we get started, I think, Ashley, did you want to say something about how there's a stigma or... Sure. Um, okay, so people that are married, this probably applies most to, because they haven't experienced the dating world that like we have, the dating app world. And I feel like it started, if I trace this back to its roots, I feel like it started with eHarmony like um it was the first of its kind to be kind of like a dating outreach kind of I think maybe even before Facebook because you know Facebook mm-hmm. was its own you Definitely. know animal in terms of stealing people away from their husbands because of high school <laughs> sweethearts do you know what I'm saying yes. it was the first uh, form of social media that you could kind of interact with people but anyway but since it wasn't uh, tagged as that officially it was like okay anyways back to you harmony I feel like that's where it started with people kind of uh, the, the stigma of being desperate and alone you mm-hmm. know like something must be wrong with you if you're still single and then it kind of grew from there all the way to where we are now you know from tinder and tinder is kind of a hookup now dating app and now we're with hinge and bumble and mm-hmm. you know if you weren't on those apps as a married person you kind of still get that eHarmony vibe from it. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, something must be if you're still single. Uh, if you're on these apps, that just means you can't pick up somebody in a bar, like, you know? Mm-hmm. But little do they know, everybody's on these things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so we almost so it would be considered weird not to be on an app, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so there's- especially my age. Like, if you're single and you're not on an app, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you are on mm-hmm. Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. It's just not, like, I don't know, it's more accepted, I guess. Everybody is just on one. <laughs> And, you know, that's where we, you know, we're going to start out with is, you know, what apps and even dating apps are you guys even on right now? Um, I know that when I started, um, I don't even know anything about apps anymore because the only one I really knew about was Tinder. And even then for me, I was like, when I first got it, I felt, you know, um, kind of disgusting or that stigma behind it where is this just going to be a hookup? I really didn't have any expectations going into it, but um, I think that's where it got kind of murky for me. I didn't know... Um, you know, if I was going to be judged for it or, you know, different things like that. And so, you know, I'm lucky that I did meet, uh, Hunter on there. I think that I just kind of messed around. We both messed around and fell in love. That was just (laughs) got lucky. But, um, let's talk about what, what apps you guys are on or, you know, dating sites right now. 
So I try them all out. Right now, I actually just deleted my hinge. I'm just on Tinder right now. So as a just college kind of student, for a fun thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I get the Tinder's a hookup app. I don't like have hookups like. But I don't know. I just okay. It depends on where the people are that you know. Exactly. If all the people you know are on Tinder, then you're gonna go to Tinder because you might be trying to hook up with someone certain through. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or people like the people that you know are on it. Mm -hmm. So like yeah. with me, like uh, I know that Hinge. Um, I almost had to get away from Bumble. I've only ever been on Bumble and Hinge, and Bumble kind of kind of started to seem like that's where the men had gotten wind that people were going to meet girls, like mm -hmm. good looking girls. And so once they all came and flooded the market and like yeah, I just want to hook up way, then we all moved to Hinge. You know from Bumble, mm -hmm. and so they're really just chasing us. Like, like the girls that aren't about just <laughs> give it yeah, out. Go from yeah, one app to another. Yeah, you go from one app to another because uh -huh. as soon as the the perverts, not perverts, they're just they're guys. <laughs> they're guys that want to just hook up. Let's just say what it is. Once they catch on and start, you know, following us to different apps, we got to move to a next app. You know, <laughs> exactly. Because like it's all like the plenty of fish. I was that was the first one I was ever on. Oh, and that's plenty of something else. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, it starts with an F, but we'll not talk about that one. Um, so I moved, I found out about Bumble, and now I'm on Bumble, and I just found out about Facebook a couple of weeks ago from guys at work that mm -hmm. were happened to be on it that are in my age range. I was like, I had no idea. So um, it's amazing how many people are single on apps out there and you don't even know it. Mm -hmm. yes. so. Yeah, I didn't even know Facebook dating was a thing until you guys told me, you know, before we started. I had no idea of, um, I knew about Hinge. I had heard, you know, about that when I heard that that was the new big kind of app that, um, like you said earlier, you were talking about how, oh, it's a step above it, right? And, yeah, you know. Yeah, Hinge is definitely, I feel like, at the top, if you're looking for someone. There's like, more if you're looking to date, I would go to Hinge. If you're looking for, to hook up, I would go to, like, you know, Tinder, Bumble. I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I feel like Hinge has a more comprehensive profile. You know, so I know us girls appreciate that because, okay, this is terrible, but, you know, I, I want to guy that's six foot, at least six foot. And it tells me if he is. I can't oh, help what I'm trying to do. I went on one date from Hinge so far, and it said that he was six foot. I show up in heels because I'm only 5'5", five five, so I, I can wear heels. And that's why we ask. We want exactly. to know if I can wear heels. Exactly. exactly. I wear heels and wear eye level. Like, he definitely lied about that. I know. <laughs> I was wearing my arms heels because I was like, I don't want, like, all my oh. heels are four inches or more, you know? So uh -huh. I borrowed my friend's heels, so I, it really only was like two and a half, three inches, and we were still eye level. Well, let's talk about that. Exactly. So guys are lying about this because they know women like so us. So it's not just want. women exactly. lying. They, the guys <laughs> always say the women are lying, but I mean, let's talk about thing. that. Let's yeah, talk about catfishing. Some guys are like oh. stretching it to their five nine, and I show up at five foot two, and... I'm like towering over them in flats. And that's, you know, and that's something, and that's what I said, you know, I feel bad for, you know, guys who do have those expectations that they need to be this tall, um, you know, manly man. And I, I told, I was talking to Alyssa about this and I said, I think it's really important though that just own up to it. Just, you know, there is going to be a woman out Somebody there that loves your 5'2 or 5'4 or 5'. Five. 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 Definitely. Mean, that's why you know? it's important to own up to it is because yeah, exactly. say I like six foot. Well, he's not for me if he's a five foot guy that is mm -hmm. trying to be, no, he's not for me. He's going to find somebody who does like so exactly. Exactly. What I'm noticing is they don't just fudge it a little bit. Like instead of being five seven, they say they're five eight. They say they're five seven. And they say they're six one. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Did okay. Notice and that? I've noticed that they won't put six foot because that's too like oh she won't believe me. They put six one because they're one. like that sounds more believable. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to go on to the topic of um, kind of what are the rules in your um, dating stage right now. So I know for me, um, I before, when I was single, I know that um, 
especially my freshman, it was my freshman year of college and you know, my parents were super strict and I didn't really have, um, you know, so when I went off to college, I was like, oh my gosh, I can be up super late. Um, I can, you know, have boys over and all this stuff. And I really just, it was freedom for me much, you know, I didn't really know that past 10 PM or whatever, it was like a booty call or it was a movie night wasn't a movie night. You know, I didn't really know. Netflix I was so not, so yeah, yeah, you know, I was so naive to that kind of stuff in the beginning because, you know, and then I was in a relationship for three years in high school. So, you know, what are, what is it like now? How are the, have they changed or what is it like for you guys? Yeah, anything past 10 is definitely a booty call. Like, <laughs> now we, well, now we know. Yeah, so you know that you're like their first booty call, their first okay. choice booty call. Because mm-hmm. if they start at 6 p.m., like, what are you doing tonight? Tonight means <laughs> after 10 or after <laughs> I get back from the bar on a Thursday. Okay, yes. Are you going to come over? I appreciate it whenever they book me ahead of time because <laughs> I'm like, like oh, a hair yes. appointment. Yes, I have an online scheduling system. Yes. Oh, no, they go in and they can, uh, not really, but no, they'll text me and they'll, um, They'll be like, hey, what are you doing later? And I respect that they're not texting me at ten or at, at midnight whenever they're seeing, like, if, if they weren't successful at the bar, then they're going to come see me. Oh, no, that, that means... Respond. Oh, yeah, no, fuck that. I mean, shit. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some girls, you know, they're naive. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, I can... They know what it is. Now Wait, they do. Now, yeah, oh, I, <laughs> I don't know what to That was my freshman that. year, okay, but, you know, <laughs> obviously through the years, I was like, okay, no, uh-uh, you're not going to trick me now. You're right. I'm talking from an older, I'm, I'm, you know, out living in the city. <laughs> But if I was in college and I had never been exposed to that behavior, yeah, sure, maybe I wouldn't know. So, okay, I'm with you. We all know that after 10's a booty call, guys, okay? Well, I don't make it to 10, being my age. Oh! <laughs> you know what, Diana? I Thank you for I mean, you go for lunch, and that way, if it goes good, then, you know, you can keep hooking up till. That you know, is hilarious. Will, will you hook up the same day you meet them if you like them? Because you're like, you're like, hey, I'm older, I, I don't have time for shit. If I like you, I like you, you're going to know it, and I'm going to jump you. Um, I would have to say no. I play hard to get these days because in my younger years, I didn't play the hard to get. It was wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Let's get it on. <laughs> so, I kind of changed my my direction, but um, yeah. So does that yield different results? Do they chase you quicker and then like respect you more after, or do they just kind of? I mean, have to um, change. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't know that it makes a difference at this point. I haven't really noticed any difference either. Yeah. And I'm young, I'm in my 30s, you know, and so... And I'm sure the expectations are a lot different, too. I mean, and do you have, you know, expectations going for when you're on these sites of, um, like, what kind of expectations do you have? Well, it depends. I think we talked about it earlier that whatever site you're on maybe kind of gears you to what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm thinking that Bumble was more, you know, quote-unquote... The good site. Yeah, um, quality. There's quality. Yeah, there. quality. So um, I was on uh, Plenty of Fish until a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I'm just done. I'm done after a couple years of that one. It's like, there's hookup sites. Guys, go to the hookup sites that yeah, are man. for that. Not not the ones like, that people are really like, trying why to they look and, challenge? you know. Like, yeah. If it's not a hookup site, then there's just it's a challenge of trying to get and the lady. And that's what I always tell them. I'm like, go. It, it's called Find a Fling in Houston. <laughs> not I mean, Farmers really? only. I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Never been yeah, on that one. I know. That feels like, respectful. Tinder, <laughs> when you're like setting up your profile and everything, they don't ask you as many questions as they do on Hinge or Bumble. That's why people think Hinge and Bumble are more dating apps because you get to see. People if taking they, the time to fill that out are interested in exactly, something. Exactly. exactly. The ones that don't require anything. Yeah, they're like, are, here's my boobs on this photo. Yeah. Come lick yeah. them. Yeah. And 
Talk, tell me about, um, Diana, tell me about the whole thing with Bumble and how it was maybe more intimidating or more, you know, how'd you feel whenever you were the one in charge? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not the aggressive one. So even though I like it, I don't like it. I prefer a guy to come to me and say, hey, I like you or hey. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, if they're not my quality, I'm like, ugh. Really? So, I know. Isn't that weird? Like, if a guy cat calls you, you're like, ugh. If you, if you look back, he's hot. You're like, hey, you, though. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this guy is a creep. And then the other one, you're like, oh, actually. I know. Yeah. Oh, I got it. still going on. I know. Okay. And real quick side note on all this. Have y'all noticed, okay, if you walk past a construction site and they, you know, cat call you, whistle, you're kind of like, guys, stop it. Oh, my God. But then the moment, let me tell you, as an older woman, the moment you walk by and you look kind of like a foot and they don't cat call you. <laughs> You want that, you know, you like that attention. You appreciate it more, you know, when you get older. Oh, and it's nice to, <laughs> it's nice, okay, yeah. honestly, and when you first get on an app, you're flooded with this attention. And even if it is a little too risque or whatever, you, you don't, I mean, you don't necessarily act on it, but you just like getting uh -huh. it in. And I mean. You're like, huh, okay, I still, yeah. I know, you just kind of, you just, the market. you collect it. You collect yeah. the information. You don't necessarily you go out with these guys. Like it yeah. that person. Yeah, you, you yeah. just appreciate it. Feels it feels nice, yeah. yeah. It feels nice to have yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. But that wears off. So you're saying that you're like, I'm done with plenty of fish. That wears off because then you kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm kind of exhausted from all this. I just want somebody that wants to talk to me and not my tits. Mm -hmm. You know? No, what I'm and saying? that's the thing. I mean, I even I went to my mom. God help us. I mean, she's 76 <laughs> years old. I was like, what am I doing wrong? Here's the pictures I've got. I'm not showing cleavage or it doesn't matter or anything. And she was like, I, I don't know. I've been married for 50 years. I can't tell you what mm -hmm. you're doing wrong. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, even when you're not showing cleavage, they're talking about nice boobs. <laughs> really? So, um, tell me about some rules of what you expect on a date when you're actually on this date with somebody. I think you were talking about it earlier, Alyssa. What kind of, um, what do you expect? So, if I meet them on an app, I definitely don't want them to come, like, to my house. Because I don't no, want them to First rule, ladies. Yeah, first rule, don't have them pick you up and don't go to their house. Because I know my friend actually went to this guy's house she met on Tinder. The first date? The first date. Do not do that. That's super sketchy. So, I meet them at the restaurant. I like for them to kind of be, like, waiting in the front because I don't want to find yeah, them. exactly. You know? So, they <laughs> come to the front, you know. They're, like, I'm the one in black. You're, like, every man in here is like, <laughs> <laughs> and it is a date with someone that I trust, then uh -huh. yeah, I want them to walk up to the door. If you text me here, like, that's a strike. Like, that that just irritates me. Don't text me here. But, again, if here. I'm meeting someone from now, <laughs> I'll go and meet them, and it doesn't matter. But if I do know you, like, come up to my door and open my car door for me. Also. Brownie point, uh, yeah, and then definitely. and then when you're actually on this date, uh, I mean, what I know that now a lot of a lot of people are like, well, you know, I can, I'm independent, and I, you know, I don't really care if they pay for the first date. What is that like for you guys? Ruining all the southern women's uh, <laughs> expectations. <laughs> what happened to man is a man like, and a woman is a woman? Yeah. I'm a feminist, but like if you don't open my fucking car door, you can just because you're not going to be second date. <laughs> and, and that is the traditionalist southern woman in me. I'm not incapable. Like, come on, man. I just. And if a guy doesn't pay for the first date... Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Like, you should at least pay for the first the date. The first I date, mean, you're Come judging on. me as the You can't woman. afford to pay for the first date. Like, it's just... And, but you know, and if I, I offer, offer to pay for the second date... If, if I offer to pay mm -hmm. my half on a date, 
I don't like And him. he accepts. Because, I and you're not, like, because yeah, you know, I there's always not. that moment where you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to get out my wallet yeah. just to act like it. And then if they yeah. follow through with you paying for it. <laughs> but yeah, see, okay. I, don't need, I don't care because if I'm to the point where I'm going to offer to pay for half my meal, I don't like him and I'm not going to see oh, him again. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, I'll offer new. because I do like him because I'm like, oh, I don't want to come off like an ass. But it's that first meal. Mm-hmm. You're testing his chivalry. Mm-hmm. As, I mean, at least me. But let me tell you a quick story. Okay. Um, a lot of girls, you have to worry sometimes, especially now if you're my age, they're just looking for a meal, and that's ruining it for people that aren't looking for a meal. <laughs> and let me tell you about that. And I'm and so they are hungry out there. Okay. Yeah, they're just looking for a meal. And so whatever. And so guys, uh, if they make it happen, make a joke about this. I'm like, let me tell you something. I can afford my own food. That's the side note. I get stressed out trying to evaluate how much money you make because I want steak, okay? Um, <laughs> but if you can't afford steak, if I get that vibe, I don't want to make you buy me steak, especially if I don't like you. If you're not ever going to get see me naked, I'm not going to make you buy me steak. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is so rude of you. You might order an appetizer. I will order the chicken if he's not going to see me naked because I have manners. You know what I'm saying? Because I know he's going to offer to pay. And But I'm just saying, it's not about the free meal. I would much rather or, order myself somewhere and go pick it up myself I if say, I want I that food. I can pay for my own food. It's not about a, a yes, free it, meal like it is not. I'm not at a free meal because I'm cool with Taco Bell. So yes, I don't right? need yeah, to like, pay for some. No, it's not about exactly. That. Yeah, the expectations are like I could literally eat. Um, I mean, gosh, Taco Bell is amazing. So well, I mean, yeah, like yeah. you want to go there on the first date? That's a little pushing mm-hmm. it, but you know, maybe the second. Maybe date not wait. a first date, but I mean, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. go somewhere ritzy titsy. Exactly. Just yeah. because I don't want to have to worry about what fork or knife or spoon to use. I'm the same way. Oh my medium, gosh, I'm the a same medium way. place. I'm not that know, kind of girl. I've never. There, and there are girls out there like that you know but I've never been that kind of girl either where um you know I expected you know a nice steakhouse dinner and all this kind of stuff but just you know where I'm seeing the respect I'm seeing that you know um you're gonna actually put forth the effort you know in the beginning especially because I feel like you know a lot of the times when you're dating too it's like the effort is there in the beginning and then it mm-hmm. fades and okay then, yes. I have an I have a let's go around real quick even you, Lauren, as a as a not married person, but whatever with somebody person, what do we expect from the first date out of guys? Like it's going to differ from college, then I feel like it will with me. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And maybe with you, probably so. Yeah. You know where okay, we expect so... them to take us, and what you know what I'm saying. Okay. okay, so I may over expect because you know I am only 20 and I'm in college, and a lot of guys are just into like Netflix and chill and all that. <laughs> or might not have money, right? Or do That's true, know. yeah, that's right. true. So Maybe not, not the steakhouse dinner money. Exactly, and I'm not expecting steakhouse dinner. I'm cool if we just go to like Olive Garden, like close to the school, I'm cool with that, but I want to see effort. And effort does not mean spending money. Like we have a pretty park in Huntsville that take me to a picnic, mm-hmm. like make something. And what does effort translate to? Not just wanting to do it. And, exactly, and do not expect yeah. it the first time. If you really like this person, don't expect to have sex the first time. Don't mm-hmm. expect anything the first time. Even the second date, like I would just kind of, I want to see effort because you want to hang out with me. You want to get to know me more. So I guess that's my. This is going to be a helpful podcast for men. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so that's what I like too. I mean, on a, I mean, I want a guy to, I don't want to make the plans. First of all, I don't know. His Not in, on the first date. No, kind of I don't know to. his income level. I don't know. I don't know anything. And like we were talking about earlier, actually. You know, I'm not going to order a steak if the guy can't afford it. I'll go for the chicken. So if he suggests a nice place, then I know that he's probably okay with spending more money. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's not you judging him for how much he spends, like by him planning it. It's you not wanting to overstep your boundaries. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, I'll go with whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, even if he says, 
I mean, Taco Bell, not on the first day, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, the second day. But maybe the second day, I like Taco Bell, so I mean, yeah, it's, um, I would, I want the guy to plan everything on the first date, because yeah. I want to see how much effort he puts into it, and like you said, if he says Netflix and chill at my house. <laughs> well, I just, hey, it just lets you know his intentions is all. Yeah, 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 I, mean, I know. am immediately busy out of nowhere. Yes. Is it like, oh is my. it Disney Plus and chill now? I mean, you know. Actually, it's Disney Plus I did not hear. I've never heard that before. I'm glad I know that one now. Um, Do you know? (laughs) Well, you know, and so coming from me, um, you know, being in a relationship for oh my gosh, oh my gosh, four years now. It's like, you know, I think that expectation is the same for me, even and not the expectation that oh my gosh, he has to go all out and spend all this money on me, and we have to. He says a date night, you know, and when I expect from a date night is you know, actually putting that same effort in as the, you know, the first date that we ever went on. Um, I mean, he was like, um, he just kind of surprised me. Like he was like, throw these clothes on and then we're going to go somewhere and I'm not going to tell you. And so I think just having that spontaneity and that surprising factor, you know, it was there for you, you know, know, and it was nice, you know, it just like, we're just going, I'm not going to tell you, which in my head, you know, every girl's mind, we're probably like, Oh my gosh, well, what do I wear? You know, overthinking it. But even in that moment for me, I was like, Let's just go with it. Let's just do it, you know? And so I think that's the kind of expectation I still have, even if it's a date night. Um, And I think that, you know, of course, life gets in the way. There's stress and there's school. All these different things play a huge factor. And so I think when you forget about that sometimes, it's like a date night, you know, then becomes, you know, um, a B-dubs day or like just, you know, um, a Taco Bell, you know, going to Taco Bell and picking something up or going to Chick-fil-A and picking something up. It's not really that same. It's, I think what it's about then is uh, him thinking of you and taking the time. Exactly. Out of, exactly. Out of the exactly. relationship y'all are stuck in. Mm-hmm. Not stuck in, yeah. but in. You know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Hunter. I'm just kidding. That's why I like you. Yeah, okay. definitely. And and that's what, you know, I, and he knows that too is, you know, I, I don't care how old we get. I don't care what our relationship is like. If we say date night, I want that to be special no matter what. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about, like, there's he, a lot of things you can do without money. Exactly, exactly. If you come home to, like, a blanket on the floor in front of the TV and he's got a pizza ready, mm-hmm. like, come on, man. <laughs> that, that's a, that wow. is like awesome. a movie night, you know? Game so over. sitting on the couch watching a movie. Like, he took the time to... Mm-hmm. And I don't mean he fell asleep on the floor and he had pizza on his chest for earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new well, pizza. I'm glad we clarified that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies, stay woke, okay? okay. <laughs> Maybe he tried to be... Just sexy. when you thought we were getting He tried boring. to be sexy with it and be naked with the piece on him and then he fell asleep. <laughs> like Sushi Samantha on oh, Sex yes. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, like so let's talk about your expectations. Um, okay, it just depends. So I'll match with a guy on an app and based on our conversation, I can kind of just see how loose he is or how formal or, you know, and that kind of dictates. But like you said, I always let him plan it. I mean, I like that. Mm-hmm. He might ask me for my um, opinions and I'll say, give me three three uh, options and I'll pick one out of those three options. Oh, that's, that's a good nice. idea. Yeah. Like, that's a good idea. Yeah, like the other day, but they could throw you because the other day, the guy I'm kind of <laughs> seeing right now, I said, give me three options. It was my birthday dinner, mind you. So he kind of probably felt like he had to overperform a little bit. Um, he said, Morton Steakhouse, which is fancy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he said steak forty eight, which is fancy by my house, and then he said saltgrass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, those are not 
not. Maybe he's testing you out. Like, that's that's what I didn't know. We, I had a big long talk with coworkers. I'm like, am I being tested or is he being tested? I don't know what's happening now. But I said, I'm gonna put on a, a dress fit for Morton's, and then I'm gonna be find myself at Saltgrass being handed that little buzzy thing that they're like, go sit down, and it'll buzz when your table's ready. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I don't know what to do. He ended up taking me to Morton's. Dinner was like three hundred dollars. Oh, oh my god. I know, poor guy. I paid nice. for the next date, but um. What I'm saying is, so I guess under normal circumstances, that was just most recent. Under normal circumstances, I like them to plan it, and it usually is a nice place, but not, like you said, Cheesecake Factory. Well, I'm in Houston, so um, it, there's like so many uh, trendy, that mm-hmm. level yeah. type around. Which is nice. It ha- we have a bunch of options. Yeah, so, it, and that's honestly why I love dating, is I get to try all these new places. Because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you remember, Ashley, we said it's not for the meal. It's not for the no, no, okay, actually, that's a good, another topic, um, I don't have anybody to play with, all my pa- all my friends are married, uh-huh, and so exactly. when I want to go out, uh, you know, two nights in, during the week at some trendy place to eat dinner, have a drink, that's who I ask, I go on dates, it's not necessarily little pay, I mean, no, not necessarily, it's not at all, because little pay, it's, I need somebody to play with. And, you know, I think that's really important that you bring that up, because, um, you know, I think that, for in in your you know stage I feel like all your friends are you know do you have any single friends right now that you can just call up and go out with uh so I lost my last one to a a very handsome brunette man Um, (laughs) (laughs) he snatched her up that was my last one um because you know just as the years go on you start you're like oh that's my I have have three single friends left we better make it count well then there's two then there's one and then there's only you and I mean there's other people I could reach out to that maybe haven't spoken to in a while Uh like um I reach out to I mean a girl from my sorority messaged me on Instagram the other day and she's like you know we need to hang out because we're both single in Houston Mm -hmm. so those kind of things come up but my very close friend group no they are all with people only one's actually two have boyfriends and then uh, the other ones are married and so uh, there is a, you know, I'll be like, it's a patio weather day. Let's go get crawfish. They're like, well, we're on the swing set. We're making sandwiches. Oh. And I'm like, that's not the same. I don't, we're, no, I need to see and be seen. I'm single. Uh-huh. Try being 53 and not having, everybody at the age of 53, practically, it seems like everybody's married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's not a whole group of friends. And so I take my daughter, who's 27. <laughs> Yes, is that your sidekick? Which is, is not married? cool. No, she's not. Because they are both on the prowl. She only feels sorry for me, I think. That's why she'll go. But it's like, okay, if I had another single friend, it might make it easier. Oh, it you would, know, yeah. Just, we can hook mm-hmm. up and go eat. Not hook up, but anyways. <laughs> we can meet up, have dinner, drinks, and, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um... But yeah, so I don't have any friends like that. So, yeah, we use the dates as our friends. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move on to kind of a deeper um, topic. But I guess, you know, what are are some struggles that you guys have overcome or gone through um, in the dating world or what you feel might have set you back or what you've learned, anything like that? Um, Well, I briefly dated someone at the beginning of this year, like first semester, and I would say like, that relationship really taught me a lot because it was very emotionally and mentally abusive. It was, you know, he needed to know where I was at all times and very controlling. Mm-hmm. And so that taught me what am I really looking for in someone because we're getting to the age now where the person that we meet next could be the one. Mm-hmm, exactly. And so I want to make sure that I'm looking for the right things and that is just not it. So. so tell me how you were able to get out of that because I know that some girls and a lot of the time, and this is how it was for me in college as well, it was, um, you know, it was really hard to get out of that and it almost took up the whole college time and I feel like for you, realizing that so soon is so awesome that you can finally walk away and be like, you know, I, I learned this. I think that's awesome. Yeah. 
I will say I definitely realize how girls can just stay because that mm -hmm. type of person is so manipulative. Mm -hmm. They will just have you keep coming back. Mm -hmm. And so we broke up and I actually kind of like blame my parents for it. I'm a big people pleaser, so I don't want to like really hurt anybody's feelings exactly. directly. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, my parents are not supporting this relationship, so we're done. Really, it was me. Wow. I would call my mom every day. I'm like, oh my God, you did this. And uh -huh. this. Yeah. So I kind of blamed it on them. And then I went the weekend and he was talking to me and he was saying all sorts of things. And so I was like, I don't know. Maybe I just overreacted with all those things, which I didn't. I Those were red because flags. Because it can be easy to say that. Exactly. They, those were all red flags that I should have stuck with. So we ended up getting back that, I guess, Monday because I left Friday. So... When I got back on Monday, we got back together. And then that week, it just showed me everything that I needed to know. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, it was a good thing that I broke up with him. And I think when you're just unhappy, I'm a very happy, upbeat, positive person. Mm -hmm. And when I'm constantly down every day, like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. A relationship is supposed to uplift you and it's supposed to bring out the best in you. And it I just think that is so that true. That is such a true statement for to bring out the best in you. Cause there has been, a, and I feel like, you know, a lot of the times people can walk away with what's wrong with me when you were in a relationship that brought out the w absolute worst qualities in yourself. And you're like, Whoa, I didn't even realize I was capable of those qualities. Like I didn't even realize who I was. Um, and I think that it is, it is, um, easier to say that, you know, oh, well, it was their fault because they stayed in that relationship. But like you said, it's, it's harder when you're actually in that position where they can manipulate you so easily. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's awesome that you were able to finally pull that out and say, I'm not happy. Like let's, you know, move forward and you still have now all, you know, your rest of your college. And I think that's so awesome. Yeah. Me? Yes. <laughs> Ashley? Okay, and the, Ashley. Question, the question is what my struggles uh, moving forward based on where I've come from? Mm hmm. I guess what you've overcome or. Hmm. Well, my ex was a narcissist. Mm -hmm. um, he was not, he wasn't a, he wasn't a great guy. Um, he was great in a lot of aspects, but as a whole, I realized in the end he just wasn't, you know, a little mean. Um, um, he definitely was a project for me. I thought I could bring a lot to the table, uh, what he already had to offer, which, you know, he, he was real intelligent, and he had a lot of things that I thought, okay, he, I'll just share my people person skills, and man, he we, he could be unstoppable, you know, because uh, that's what I do, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm good with people, and I thought we could really make a great team, this, this will be great, and took him on as a little project, and uh, what I came out of it with was just a lot of uh, distrust for men, just mm -hmm. because of how he ended up being overall, um, and so that's that's what I've taken with me into dating and poor guys it's not their fault but what what happens with every girl what's behind every girl is just a baggage that their ex left that mm -hmm. they have to unload <laughs> and start like putting on them we all come it's with true. our little luggage yeah <laughs> so I wish that wasn't there as much because that kind of affects how I feel I mean trust think mm -hmm. about what all trust can touch on in a relationship mm -hmm. uh can tread uh, are they telling me the truth do they really do this when they are doing that monogamy even mm -hmm. like uh, yeah. there's just so much that is in ra wrapped up in trust and if you don't have that then you're kind of are you really even open to dating long term you know uh so I struggle with that because if you don't trust anybody then you really in the words of Taylor Swift you leave before you can get left you know <laughs> um, do you feel like yeah, yeah. um do you guys feel like we're in a society where it's easy to have a monogamous relationship now with all these apps and all this you know no it's definitely not easy no. it's harder it's harder I, I almost like I hate to say this in front of people that are in relationships or married but like 
Okay, so when you're on a dating app, there's just so many behind you waiting for a date to be scheduled. You mm-hmm. know, like I would find myself, I would I would have three dates scheduled. What if I like Tuesday's date? Didn't matter. I got a Friday's date already scheduled. I wasn't trying to be a, a dick about it. I just already yeah. had him scheduled because I was getting all this attention. And and so that that killed monogamy. What if I really liked Tuesday guy? Well, I had already forgotten him by Friday because I had gone out with two other guys. You know? <laughs> like, and I appreciate your honesty. I mean, like, this is what... And that yeah. was when I first got on the apps and, and they just flood you with attention and, and flattery and that would get you everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is a hard... And same thing reverse with guys. You know, the good looking guys or, you know, I don't know how, exactly how it is for guys, but if it is the same. I know that, like in terms of... You, there's always that what if. So you go out with a great girl and say you just moved to Houston and she's great and you're like, well, shoot, should I get off the app now or what? Exactly. It's I like, when do you, yeah, it's like, what <laughs> when if, do you shut like, off the app? Like, yeah, she was mm-hmm. so great. What if there's someone greater than her? I just, exactly. I just it's, got it's, on. It's like there's always a greener pasture that they yeah. can, and, and I feel like so that's where it comes. to do being mm-hmm. online because, exactly. I mean, there's a million people out there that want the next person. Exactly. So. And people like change. And it's the I talking mean, stage too. So it's like, when do you shut off the committed. app when you're, yeah, you're not committed in that stage. So it's like, they think you are, but are you really? And unless you're dating, it's like, oh, do you turn the app off now? And yeah, I think yeah, that's like, like a, a huge, conversation and, and I feel like that comes with that self-control piece too with people is, okay, um, I guess, let me give this one a shot. But like you said, I mean, it's it's hard when there could be a, another one that you're like, oh, let me give this one a try too. Yeah, it's like human curiosity. But actually, I have to, I have a finality in that. If a guy likes you, mm-hmm. um, if you go and you drive and he likes what he sees, I think you deserve, he will pursue you. Mm-hmm. And I think that people deserve to be pursued in that way. And and so my, my tip is, if you're dating somebody and you don't know if they're interested, they're they're not for you. Or they may be later, but you need to let them go and keep on because if they're not giving you the attention that that one should be pursued with if after you they meet you, it and you're you'll, questioning you'll it, get that attention. You'll get that attention yes. if they if they like you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should settle for anything less. Okay, Diana, let's move to you. So, what kind of struggles do you feel like you've overcome, or um, you know, why you feel you've been single? Okay, so mine is so my ex-husband. Made good money, very confident person, um, very verbally abusive. If I put on a pound or two, you know, it was, he belittled me. He belittled me in everything that I did. So now if I meet guys, anything like him that are confident and maybe not confident, but if they're anything like he was, which was what I was attracted to when I first met him, was his confidence, his strongness. That ultimately was the demise of our relationship. If anybody reminds me of him in those ways, I'm like, You're I'm running. done. I'm mm-hmm. done. Um, his famous last words to me when I left him were, you like the money, you'll be back. And I made the comment, I'll live under a bridge before I ever deal with something again. So Good for you. So kind of my... Um, my criteria has changed. I mean, I want him to have a good job. I want him to have, you know, be self-supportive, of course. Um, but at the same time, I really don't want them to be so powerful and successful to ever be treated again like I'm less of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, that they think I just want them for their money, um, even though I might. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, that mistake is gone. So, um so yeah, that's a real struggle with me. Um, if they remind me anything of him, I'm done. Mm-hmm. There's no second chance on it on that one. So and you know, it's it's awesome to see you too, though that you you know even from working with you, I used to work with Diana. <laughs> I used to ask her about her dating life all the time. So um, backstory, but 
you know, even from seeing, you know, your work ethic and knowing that you are able to support yourself and that you are that strong, independent woman, I think that um, that is awesome to see in you as well. I think that you you deserve that. Um, Okay, we're going to move forward um, to the next topic, and we are going to talk about the impact, influence, or pressure seeing others in your stage dating, married, or having children. So I guess for you, (laughs) Alyssa. I'm in a very weird stage in my life because I have friends that are just like me that are single, and then I have friends that are getting married Mm -hmm. and moving off to different countries because their boyfriend is in the Air Force or whatever. Then I have people that are pregnant with their second baby. Like, it's definitely, like, a weird time because I don't know where should I be. I think Mm -hmm. that I'm doing great in college, and I'm not really too focused on, you know, dating someone right now i'm just kind of on these apps for fun Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm definitely in a weird stage because there's so many different levels of where people are at so you're not looking to get married and have kids anytime soon no (laughs) i want to have a baby tomorrow (laughs) yeah no i definitely think an ideal time for me to get married would be like 25 depending Mm -hmm. on you know who i meet from Mm -hmm. now till then and then maybe have kids late 20s but that's my ideal. I am not trying to get married right now. <laughs> See, and it's so funny because I'm 25, and for me, I'm still terrified. <laughs> I'm still terrified of that, uh, you know, having babies and all of that. And I think that, you know, for me, it's even w- more weird for me too because it's like, you know, everybody's getting married, engaged, and you know, oh, you always have those questions of every time you see somebody or you know, when y'all get engaged, wait, yeah, where's the ring? Or at the same time, it is weird for me because you know we're living in a house and we're doing all these things and. Uh, a lot like of people say they're sha- we're shacking up, <laughs> but for me, it's, it's it's normal for us right now. And I always say this: I'm like, are you gonna pay for our wedding? Like, you know what I mean? Because it's, it, I think that's what. But also, I'm terrified of children. I love working with children. I love being around children. But the thought of giving birth, all of that, it giving birth, me that out. moment at the hospital, whenever they let you leave with uh-huh, the kid, you're yeah. like by myself. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> I, and I guess another thing is um, what I'm most scared about too. And I don't know how other people feel, but I love having my identity and I don't know why I guess when some people say that you know you you only become a mom when you have a child or I don't know how that is for other people but they're like oh now you're just looked at as a mom and I guess for me I'm like I want my identity I want to keep this here and I don't want to you know I I guess I'm still selfish in that aspect I don't really know how to think about it but (sighs) selfish is such a harsh word it feels like but I'm I'm with you Mm -hmm. like um it's like you kind of you kind of have to be prepared for stop, to stop living for yourself a little bit mm-hmm. because you need to be all about your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say not all right, about your kids. Their yeah, exactly. you need, they need yeah. their parents. And so I, don't, I hate not to say all about your kids and you lose a little bit of yourself, but until you find that balance, you got it. Your kids come first. I'm exactly. sorry. No, exactly. Um, I think if you decide to have kids, kids come first. Exactly. Um, but also, it's good that you notice that. I mean, you're not falling into that. All my friends are having babies. I mm-hmm. need to have a baby or yeah. I need to get married. That shows a strong woman, in my opinion, because I was of the mindset when I was your age, I got to get married. I got to have a kid. I got to, this is what's expected of me. Mm-hmm. Had I not done them, maybe things would have gone a little differently. Mm-hmm. So kudos to you for noticing that. And hey, mm-hmm. I mean, if you never have kids, you're not. You're not a weirdo. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, take, y'all, just take a step back from people and look, watch people that have kids. You'll, you'll accidentally ask yourself, do I want kids? Like, if you, if you step back, <laughs> yeah. and, but, you know, my sister's having a bunch of kids and my friends have started having babies. And, and, you know, you just have to step back and be like, 
that would be my life. Am I prepared for that or not? Because, I mean, you can't and, go out. You can't. I mean, there's so much that are, you're limited mm-hmm. by now. And, and But I do gotta... see, you know, like, okay, so I did work with you, Diana, and, you know, I, I was a receptionist, and I would always get her calls and everything. <laughs> and I remember her daughter would always call in all the time. And, I mean, she would just be so excited to get her call. And so I know eventually I want that. You know, I know that eventually. It still scares me because I, I do say, like, am I even, you know, meant for children? And a lot of people take that so harsh. They're like, oh, you're going to have a baby. You have to have a baby. You have to, you know, whatever. Well, I think it's because they apply what they know how you'd be as a mother, mm-hmm. you know? I, I want to say Because in my head, I'm like, I don't even have a motherly gene in me, you know? But no, then I it's, start. They, it's no, it's your personality. Because like, I guarantee you, I did not even like kids when I got pregnant. My parents, when I told them I was pregnant, they were like, you don't even like kids. <laughs> and I was like, I know. When it's your child, and trust me, nothing is ever going to align perfectly mm-hmm. for you to have a child. When I had that child, everything changed for me. And you know, mm-hmm. my child has a birth defect, um, and her dad left me. I've been married twice. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> hey, if I get married again, I'll be married twice. <laughs> I've been married twice. Um, her dad walked out the day she was born because she had medical issues. Oh, my God. Um, he told me he did not sign up for it. <gasps> so um, so my whole world changed, and I, and I will be honest with you, I moved in with my parents um, because I needed support. Um, she had to go through a bunch of surgeries. I moved in with my parents. I lost my whole life. Um, is how I felt. And I was like, how could God do this to me? Mm-hmm. Um, that made it harder to date. But I did find a guy after that I thought was the guy, he, the one that had the money. Um, so um, I did find a guy. And then, um, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. But, um, well, that's okay. That, that was a sequence of events. So a sequence of events. You may not think you're ready for a child. If it happens, I tr- trust me. I was not ready for what happened to me. You make it work. You don't know anything else. And that's how people are like, I don't know how you did it. Um, what else do you know? You do what that child needs. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. but like I, I think say, that's really nice to hear too because I feel like growing up, you know, my parents were really strict and so I think it was kind of is my parents, are my parents okay with this? I don't even know. What, are, would they be okay if I got married? You know, I'm still in that phase where it's like, what are the expectations of that, you know, that they expect of me? All this stuff. So it's like, when do I say it's okay for me? And if I don't, if it happens, will I be ready? So it's nice to hear that no matter what, even if something happens, even if, you know, um, that you just, you make it work. And I think that's nice to hear. But it is that fear of, you know, getting a divorce too, you know. And Oh, let me speak to that real quick. Okay. Apart from how you're scared, if you can handle it, mm-hmm. your partner has everything to do with it a little bit too, mm-hmm. you know? It, are we going to get true. a divorce, okay. you know? Yeah. You don't want to have babies with somebody that you're going to not be with or whatever. And, you know, coming from a place where, so my ex, he was cheating. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to have, he was older than me, so I was like, when you want to start having babies, sure. Let's, you know, it's mm-hmm. up to you, because I was younger, you know? Well, he was trying to get pregnant. I mean, he, he, he's like, I want to start having kids. Well, he was cheating. But he was trying to lock me down with babies. Oh, I, I yeah, guess that's, that's how it played out, you know. Because um, he he had told me he'd come to me and said, "Hey, I want to start trying to have kids." And and then I found out a couple little while later he was cheating. And that scares the hell out of somebody who is thinking about starting a family. I mean, but I okay. I guess the moral of the story is if you feel like there's somebody that you might not can trust that you're with, really think about that. <laughs> like, that really, is so important. Um, I because think that's so important. Yeah, I mean the evilness in what he did there. 
thinking about how that could be my partner forever. I'm just saying, the reason I left is because I didn't want, I wasn't comfortable, I don't think you should have babies with somebody if you're not comfortable with them maybe being exactly like your partner. Mm -hmm. And you know, the thought of having more like him really, I wasn't into it, so that's why I left. I think that, do you think that was the crucial piece for you to where you were, you were able to open up your eyes and say, this is the moment that I can't, I can't, I can't handle this. You know, I can't think about having children with him. And that was what made children you tie you down. I had a, a moment where I thought, uh, thinking about crazy, weird stuff. Like I'd be like, Ooh, Christmas morning. Am I okay with like having our daughter in our lap? And then if, if he was late that night or something, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, she's in my lap Christmas morning. We're opening presents, but I'm sitting there thinking about why was he late last night? That's not a life I want for myself. You know, and I, yeah. and I, I've never been tolerant of cheaters ever. Um, that's just not me. And so I was done immediately. As soon as I knew he had done that, I was checked out. Um, but I just, I knew that I couldn't live with that. And so having a partner that could potentially not be there with you forever through a kid's life, that's just something you really got to think about. I mean, that is, that is really hard. That is, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like, you know, especially for other people to hear that, I think if they're with somebody right now that, you know, they've been contemplating having a child with, and maybe they are, they've had that past or, um, not willing to change or all of those different things, you know, maybe that's for them. Okay. Wait, you know, she thought about it before, or, you know, maybe they don't even think about those uh, scenarios about in the this? future. The good advice is what you allow will continue. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that, guys, yeah. what you allow will continue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do people really change? I don't know. I do wonder that. Um, I don't think people change. I, think I don't really, the but root of I don't know. who you are, that's who you're going to revert back to every time. And one of my best friends is actually, she went back to dating this guy, and he's super physically abusive, mentally abusive. He's just it all this is. stuff, but. He says, I've changed, I've changed. I'm like, he hasn't changed. He may be good for a week, but he's going to revert back to exactly the so, awful person he was. So that's exactly where, you know, um, I feel like, can people change? That's a huge question. Like, y- you can't be the one to change them. They have to be they the ones to, to, to want to change. So if they're not in any position to change, they know that you'll accept me back, even though I haven't changed. I think that's where it gives them that, um, you know, that kind of leeway to say I wonder that like it's like so when I left him I said this is the me leaving him is the only way maybe he won't do this to somebody in the future you know Mm -hmm. because if I don't make this if I don't hurt him in a way that shakes him to you know be Mm -hmm. a good person yeah this may not happen for him um granted he had never been faithful to any girlfriend before you know that was Mm -hmm. such a red flag everybody told me to run did you did you know that I did know that, but, did? but I'm okay. different. I'm different. He was oh, going to yeah. be different for me. I've learned that too because, you know, I was in a relationship where um, he was a cheater. I hadn't really been expo- I, I didn't really know a lot about the manipulation, the degrading, all that. To think about the fact that I kept trying to change him, I was like, no, you guys, I promise this is the time, you know? Um, I feel like I wasted so much time in that because I don't think he wanted to change, but like you said, it was the moment where you were, um, you were like, I have to leave. What's your inner relationship? It's hard to go without it because of that companionship that you kind of like exactly. about it. You know, you mm-hmm. always have somebody to do something with. Yep. Someone's always there to just snuggle you or take you up in your time of need. And mm-hmm. that's really hard. It it's takes a, a comfort s- zone. Even if it's bad, it's a comfort zone. I mean, yeah. my yeah. marriage was not a piece of cake by any means, but it was a comfort zone mm-hmm. that, you know, I knew what to expect. You know what I mean? I knew who was going to go to the Christmas party. I knew who I was going to bed with that night usually and it's fun for to plan things you know yeah. you know you have your boo but I'm just telling all the all the women out there who are strong enough to leave and and leave without a boyfriend in, in, in sight like without a prospect 
Like that is a strong ass woman. Like that is a big thing. It's I huge. didn't mean to go through it. I accidentally went through it, but it does. Because anybody can find themselves in it, and then you don't know how you're gonna be in that situation. Because somebody's like, well, you know, I, I'm their friend, and you know, they're so stupid. I can't even believe they're staying. But they don't realize in that moment that you know they're either gonna leave or they're either gonna stay in that man manipulation because they've never been through it. They don't know what it's like. Um, it's hard to talk to speak to it. I've never experienced this mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, and even in my last relationship, I wasn't like I didn't have strong emotional feelings towards him. I wasn't completely in love with him, but he had isolated me from everyone. That's a huge was, piece. Oh, yes, yeah, they isolate. Making sure that he spent every waking moment with me. Mm -hmm. He would never let me go to my apartment to spend the night at my place mm -hmm. alone. He would always. Say, oh, like you want to cheat on me if you want to go spend time. They would probably blame it back on you. Exactly. And I couldn't have girls' nights. I couldn't do any of that. So even though I didn't have any emotional ties, like the week right before finals was the last week I was really at Sam before I came home. It was so lonely. I remember I called my mom crying every night because I, I felt like I didn't have anyone. He had isolated me from all my friends yeah. and I just felt so alone. And coming back to school, I realized I still have all my friends mm -hmm. and I'm going out and doing things, but I felt super alone and I wanted to go back to that just so I would have like that it's a security blanket. Exactly. Yeah. Security, yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly, it's a comfort zone yeah. for sure. So the last topic we're going to cover is um, kind of what expectations um, you guys feel like you expect of a partner in the future or right now and of yourself um, and then some kind of advice that you want to take away or give to other people. So I would say expectations that I have of my partner, I want them like my in-game person. Mm -hmm. I want them to push me to be the best person I can. So whatever it is, whether it's my job or if I'm being a mom or whatever it is, I want them to encourage me, push me to be the best that I can. I don't want anything to... I don't, know, I don't know how to word it, but I just, I want to be confident and I want to have that trust there to where, you know, like my parents, they trust each other wholeheartedly. I really want someone like, I want to have their relationship. That's awesome. They are definitely both role models for me and I would love to have someone that's also incorporated in my family because mm -hmm. I don't want them to take me away from my family to spend time with theirs. Like it should be 50-50, but definitely. I'm very family oriented, so I want someone to kind of join in with that. I really like that you you taught you um, hit on that point because I feel like coming from parents who <laughs> did not have a good relationship growing, I mean, still don't. You know, it's just a back and forth of I kind of saw that as that's exactly what I don't want. Uh, it was harder for me to kind of build those expectations myself. And I think I had a friend growing up that I saw her parents, and I think for me that's when it clicked. I want something like that, you know, and I was able to see that. Um, and so even in my relationship now, you know, I still have expectations going forward. I still, the effort part, you know, the effort piece, I feel like it can be so easy to say, oh, well, we've been together for so long and the, the effort's... It's everything. It's, 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 it's everything. all of it, you know, and to keep that relationship going forward and to go strong, you know, he's always been very supportive of everything I've done. He's always pushed me, encouraged me. I think that's the main thing. The effort to support you, the effort to show you That cares, takes effort. The effort, to, you know? effort is behind everything that shows that you care and that you know? you're in this. You the know? effort behind the laundry, that's may maybe lacking, but... <laughs> 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 I can vouch for that. I've been to her home. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, oh, for, and, and for myself, I never want to lose that because I know how I've been in a bad relationship. I know the qualities that I've had previously in a bad relationship where I said, wow, that is not who I am. That is not the person I want to be. Um, so looking at myself and saying, wow, you know, being able to grow and build myself and, and all of that, I think that's really important. Me? Okay. <laughs> um, 
I really have like, in a nutshell, I like them to be able to communicate. I like them to be kind. I like them to be smart. I mean, uh, funny. I need laughs. You do. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't say, I usually don't say smart. I just say like, kind, communicate, and laughs. Because usually if they're going to make me laugh, they're going to be smart because they get, you know, people that are They're funny. witty. Yeah, they're witty. <laughs> they're, you know, it all is all encompassing. Um, you know, and then honestly, if people have that kind of charisma to make people laugh and, you know, all that, then they're going to do well in business or, you know, they're going to be um, charismatic and that gets you far. You know, I just, it all comes, everything that people are like, really just those three things? I'm like, "Uh, everything else branches off of those things, you know? (laughs) It Um, all connects somehow. Yeah. And people, a lot of times on dating apps, they'll ask you the first thing or not first thing. They'll give a couple chat bubbles and then they'll be like, so why are you still on here? You know? Mm -hmm. And I always... I always like to weed out the people with no sense of humor, and I'll be like, well, my personality isn't that great. So that's, you know, that hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> and either, either there's the guys that are like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I bet it's great. I bet you're great. Or you they know? come back with something. Or they come back and they're like, bah! Mine sucks too. I'm so glad we're going on a date together. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that you know, is hilarious. So that's how I weed out the guys with no sense of humor. But um, Or I tell them, I'm like, I'm not dust. I don't settle. <laughs> <laughs> you always have, and, and you know, if you know, if you ever follow her hashtag, Ash trying to be on dating apps, it's like the the conversations that I see it's really her just have. My story. You gotta follow she has me a, so you can a, see awesome comebacks for everything, and it's awesome the guys that play along back. I think those well, are the kind that they they um, really appreciate not run of the mill dry conversations. Mm-hmm. So whenever they say, hey, what's up? or such serious <laughs> <Why are> you- <laughs> wins, you know? yeah, they'll be like. Um, I'll always open this. I actually, I open the same way. So sorry if any of them are listening because they're like, she said that to me. <laughs> I pick out something on their profile and I will always start with, you look particularly cute in a blank bow tie, sunglasses, uh-huh. whatever. You know, you look particularly cute. Because I'm saying, not only are you cute, you are particularly cute. You have stood out between anybody else that has ever worn a bow tie. <laughs> yeah. I you guys are, are going to come after you, Ashley. Oh, <laughs> and so they... So will, what about that bow tie? <laughs> like, you said I was the particularly cutest in a hat. <laughs> you know? Um, so what are we talking about? What, what is the question? Um... Oh, what I look for. So I just need some laughs. I need somebody who treats me respectfully and communicates. And uh, what Alyssa said about being uh, family-oriented. Uh, yeah, my family is everything. Oh, Alyssa and I are in the same family. So our family is <laughs> okay. cousins. We didn't mention I forgot to mention their cousins. cousins. Yeah, uh, our family is everything to us. So um, and she's right about her parents. They are definitely like a, a, a template to be copied, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents are great, too. They've been together for over 30 years. Um, gosh, and that matters so much. I mean, I, actually, I admire you because of you saying you had to build it yourself, mm-hmm. that template for yourself. Mm-hmm. Man, that's so many people. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like we've had so many success stories within our family that we can look to. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes you feel like a big, yeah. I never thought I'd get married twice, so that really affected me. Did that I, put pressure on that, you? Well, I never thought I'd get divorced, you know? I mm-hmm. never had any, I don't want to get married twice. I, I have very uh, weird views on if I ever, I don't really want to get married again. And that's just something I'm going to have to overcome if I, whatever. But, um, that Once was you a, get the second one, you'll be okay. Well, that was a big I thing. didn't think I'd get divorced either. <laughs> I know, that's a, weird, that's a weird thing to say, but I'm trying to say, I don't, I don't really have any uh, particular, uh, I don't care to get married again. I don't, I don't care if I'm ever married mm-hmm. again. I don't even, I don't want that right now, actually. But I, I hope, I really hope, I have hope that that will change. Like, maybe I'll meet somebody who I'll just... You know what I'm saying? And, and that'll I, be the moment I, that I don't, you can maybe I can't change not be that married ideal. To uh-huh. yeah, but yeah. right now, But when God, you get no. older, because I was the same way. So I've been, we'll go ahead and say it now, single for 10 years. When I got divorced, I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever go this route again. It's been two times. I'm a failure. It's not going to work. Um, and then I figured out I always picked the wrong person. I was picking the wrong people. So now I'm like super, super picky and I'm like not gonna settle for anything less. So mm-hmm. that makes it a little bit harder. But in the end, I think 
it'll make it where I find the right one, hopefully. That's that's a good point. What's what's interesting? I have people ask me what my type is, and I will say I don't know, but I know what isn't my type. Mm-hmm. And I think it's better. Of, it's yeah. easier to <laughs> better. It's not your type. Uh-huh. Like, I, know, I know what I can. I can dish. I can rattle off what I'm looking for. But as far as my type goes, I don't know. But I know what's not my type. So <laughs> that's, that's square one. So well, and you know, I think it's. Um, I think it's. You know, when you say that you ha- you guys have all this experience now to know that you know, okay, absolutely not. You know, you can e- easily rule that out. Is I've been there, done that. No. You know, but at the same time, you know, they do say third time's a charm, Diana. So hopefully, <laughs> but, but if you there know, happens to be a third one, there will. But I think, if it gets to that point, that's the that's the last one. I mean, there, hey, it's marriage. I don't even care. But you will find a guy, third guy, that is going to treat you like a princess. And know? I and I think that it does, you know, take some time too, because like you said, we all come with our baggage. So if whatever we can do to try and decrease that baggage or whatever we can try and figure out to say, okay, what's really going on? It, can I alleviate some of this within myself? Yeah. Is the root of that baggage, is it tied up in the ex? If it is, let him have it. Yeah, uh-huh, if it's tied up yes. in you, fix it yeah, in exactly. yourself. I, yeah, that's a perfect statement. Um, Diana, what kind of expectations do you feel going forward? Um, I just want somebody, I want somebody funny. I mean, funny is the key Laughs thing, are so to be romantic. honest with you. So, um, laughter is probably the first thing I look for. Uh, maybe not the first. I want honesty. That's um, right. Honesty, communication, um, laughs. Um, the other thing would be just being secure. Mm-hmm. I mean, my second marriage was so insecure that I would go to the grocery store and God forbid I'd be there five minutes too long. Where are you? What are you doing? Why is it taking so long? Well, because the bitch in front of me had two buggy wheels. I am so sorry. I'm at the grocery store. Bring them home. In a rant, you use the word buggy. That's just funny. I was like, the bitch had buggies. How many buggies? What do y'all call them? I call them buggies. I call them dating profile it says what are you looking for and I'm like a man that takes the uh, buggies back to the car <laughs> <laughs> I'm like don't trust them if they don't, don't trust them if, if they, they have the I said if they halfway do it then don't trust them <laughs> and I will say I'm I'm guilty of that too I've done what? Oh, okay. I it happened one you. time it happened one time I would not date you Lauren I took the thing and I <laughs> it was a really cold day did you just push it, it over for really the cold, cold day how close it is it was I a mean, cold day yeah, and it was far it was far away Y'all are all going to hell. <laughs> Y'all are going to buggy hell. I will walk that bitch all the way back to where it belongs. I, I do not care if the guy takes the buggy back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Diana, just, Diana just wants you to get the, the buggy out. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Diana wants you to pay for stuff in the buggy. <laughs> okay. Okay, so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, okay. Back so, to buggies. The bitch had buggies. Okay. The bitch had two buggies. <laughs> So I need somebody that's secure. I need to feel secure about them. I don't want to fight all the time about, oh my God, you were five minutes later. You went uh-huh. out with the guys. Yeah. What did y'all do? Yeah. You should ha- be able to be secure. okay with that, Have secure that in that relationship. If you're not, it's probably not the best relationship to be mm-hmm. in. So last but not least, um, if you guys could give any kind of takeaway um, to single people in your age right now, what would you kind of want to say or what do you feel like you'd want to tell them? 
would say just honestly, this is gonna sound really after school special, but like, <laughs> just be yourself. Um, don't pretend to be someone that you're not. I feel like everybody that is around my age is like, well, maybe should I act like this or should I be like this? Just be yourself. Just own it. Yeah, just own it because that confidence that'll get you further than insecure. You know. But that goes with any age group, I think. Just yeah. be you yeah. because ultimately they're going to find out because you are who you are. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to be, you know, freaking Pamela Anderson Lee or something, <laughs> and you know, you're more of a, I don't know, you know, what was that little house on the prairie girl? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm going back in time. But anyway. You know Wilder? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Yes. Oh as, as Alyssa sits over there going, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Just be you. Just be you. Ultimately, somebody's going to love you for being you. I agree. Yeah, like I Alyssa like... said earlier, you know, put your real height on there. Somebody out there is going to love you <laughs> for it. They're going to love it. You know. So what I, my advice is, yes, be always be yourself, of course. But be somebody that you would be attracted to. Okay, um, be your best self because if you want to be loved, if you want to love somebody for the best self that you have in mind, like I want this and this person, this and person, be that person to them. You know what I'm saying? Like be your True. best self. Yep. I think um, at the beginning of the year, set goals like be addicted to bettering yourself. You know, like it wasn't until I, you step to, after so many dates with guys, you step back and you're like, am I attracting what I want to be? Uh, dating? You know, mm -hmm. and and so I just did some things to alter myself, like a. Uh, uh, what it, what it was mentally, physically, and uh, like in my professional life. Like I did, I, I, I identified the areas and I was like, I'm gonna better myself in these. And then after that, the guys that I attracted were totally different. You know what I'm saying? That's a great idea. Um, yeah. Be so, the person so, that you wanna be with. Yeah, cause exactly. I just didn't want people to be so wrapped up in like, well I am gonna be myself and I'm, you know, but they're not necessarily, their best self. Really you looking know? at themselves. And so they're going to project and they'll be like, see, so I'm going to take their advice, but it's not working. Do, no, no, be your best self because that's what you expect in your partner. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No, no, that's good. Um, so, uh, so yes, be yourself, but be someone you want to date, man. Dating right now, my biggest thing is just to keep, <laughs> to keep dating in my relationship. And that means doing those things for, you know, that we would be doing in the beginning. And um, it's not going to be like that all the time, but just that effort piece, you know. And um, if you're in a relationship, four years, five years, it doesn't even matter. Um, it doesn't mean that you stop doing those, you know, those spontaneous things every now and then, or you stop doing and those things. And that's what things. I like about your Facebook, mm -hmm. when you talk about Hunter, and you're like, you know, please pray for my baby, he's at work, and there's a big fire, mm -hmm. um, or something. You still show the love, even though it's been four years. Mm -hmm. A lot of people at that point are like, Whatever. Or they're, they're like, <laughs> I'll pray, but I don't need to bring Jesus into this. So I like that because you're mm -hmm. always telling Hunter, I love you so much and stuff, and I really and think even that's that outward awesome. love, like some people, it's nice to see love. You know, some people are like, why do they put that out there? No, like you're showing why him not? that you love him. Mm -hmm. You're telling yeah. other people that you love him. You're professing your love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We see so much hate and anger in the world, so I think that showing love, man, everybody wants a good love story. On that note, I just want to thank you all for coming and being here and sharing these uh, personal stories and experiences. I think I the think, whole thing was effort. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword effort. 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 <laughs>
<laughs> if you want the e engagement, you got to do e. Uh, by the way, they are all single and I think, I think ready to mingle. So if you you know want their, oh, I didn't put a height requirement, but that's rude. Hunter, I want a fireman. I want a fireman hunter. We uh, so expectations. She wants a fireman. I don't. You know that's. Oh gosh, that's good. E is for effort. Expectations. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I hope y'all enjoyed, and um, I will go Kansas City Chiefs. Woo! Super Bowl! Happy Super Bowl Sunday, guys. <laughs>